we continue to hear Jesus teaching through parables in the gospel today. Last Sunday, we heard the parable of the sower. And uh, today, we actually have three parables in the gospel, but the big portion of it is concentrated on the parable of the weeds, uh, the, the parable of the wheat and the, the tares, or what we call weeds. What is the context of the gospel today, and why did Jesus use this parable to teach something the disciples about the kingdom of God? At this point in the gospel, Jesus has already attracted so many followers from all over the place. People were mesmerized. People were, like, attracted to his ministry. People from all sorts of background. And as the, and as the disciples interacted with them and saw these people interested to becoming disciples, they were like, oh, man, some of these people we don't really want to associate ourselves with you know shady backgrounds it's like we need to make sure that we have the integrity in the proclamation of the kingdom and if we have these kinds of people surrounding us and following us it would discourage so many people the disciples suggested to jesus to weed out some people some followers in the groups because of, because of their not-so-good reputation. And this mentality of the disciples really was the predominant mentality in the Jewish culture of Jesus' time. Aside from the fact that they were expecting from Messiah to establish the whole nation of Israel as a political power in the world, they also saw the Messiah as someone who's going to reform the moral values of the nation. And this Messiah should very well choose his closest collaborators. Because if not, then, then, the, whole, then the, the whole integrity of this Messiahship is at stake. So, we heard the disciples in the different parts of the gospel rebuking some people, complaining to Jesus, like, Jesus, we saw someone driving out demons in your name, and, they, and he is not part of us. Do something about that. And there was this Gentile woman who approached Jesus for help. And the disciples were like, you know, she has been a nuisance for a while. Why don't you just tell her to go? Gentile. And then, of course, when Jesus accepted the invitation of Zacchaeus, a known public sinner, and we were told in the gospel that people murmured. And those people who murmured were not just the scribes and the Pharisees, but even among his closest collaborators, like, why are we associating ourselves with these people? If the disciples were already disappointed as to the kind of people that Jesus was surrounding himself with, 
the scribes and the Pharisees were actually scandalized. It's like, why is he even entertaining these people? It's very obvious from their appearance, from their lifestyle, and from what they do, that they are impure. So the disciples were pressuring Jesus, weed out, do some weeding out. And it is because of this that Jesus gives them the parable of the wheat and the weeds. It's interesting that the, God, that, that the evangelist Matthew uses the Greek word zizania, Z-I-Z-A-N-I-A, in reference to the weeds. And zizania is actually a kind of a noxious weed, more like a darnel. It's a kind of a noxious weed that resembles closely to wheat. Even the most seasoned farmer could not distinguish the difference between them until they mature, until the ears are, you know, until, until the ears appear of the grain. Then you would know which is wheat and which is weeds or darnel. But as, as it grows, you could hardly distinguish. They have the same size, you know, the, the color changes. Uh, when it matures because darnel is more like slate gray. And one thing that is interesting about the difference between the weed, the zizania, the, 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 the darnel, and the wheat is that the ears of the wheat will actually droop while the zizania or the darnel, it will stay straight. <laughs> So the farmers would know in the end which is actually wheat and which is the weeds. And the farmer must have to separate them very cautiously during harvest because this kind of weeds, which was very popular in Israel at that time, was actually poisonous. Poisonous. So people... When Jesus using it, it's just like they understood what Jesus was referring to because they saw them all over the place. What, does this, what did Jesus want to communicate to his disciples in using this, this imagery, this parable? Jesus was telling his disciples, be cautious in judging people looking from their external manifestations. Just like you will have a difficulty distinguishing between a wheat and a weed, <laughs> so you too, you cannot say that this person needs to be weeded out <laughs> because of what you see from the outside. It's not your task to do the judging, but rather it is the sole task of the owner of the household. And the owner of the household, the household of the world is God. It is only God's work. We don't have that task. You know, the, the slaves or the workers, it's like, why don't you just tell us and we're just going to pull them? <laughs> and, the heart, and, and the owner of the house said, no, no, no. Let's wait. Because 
in the end, we will see by their fruits if they are actually wheat or actually weed. And I, we don't want to run the risk of pulling out even the wheat. And also, you might think that what you're pulling is actually weed, but in reality, it's wheat. You know how many times in the gospel, Jesus says, the kingdom of heaven is for all of these little ones, these rejected ones, these rejected ones because you think that they are weeds. But the kingdom of God is for them. And we think that those who are doing the right thing according to the book, but lacking love and charity in their heart are the wheat because in appearance, they have checked all the requirements, but in the end are actually weeds because they lack love and charity in their hearts. It's interesting, you know, the only thing that God is asking from us is to concentrate on our own discipleship. Let's not mess around with the discipleship of other people and compare ourselves. I mean, of course, you know, we judge because we are rational beings, but we judge actions. We don't judge persons because only God knows what's in the heart of every person. We don't know the whole history of that person. Only God knows. So that is why his that is why he was telling his disciples, be careful, guys. I know that your standard is a little bit different. But because of what you see from them. But you might not know that they might just be a different, different kind of wheat, but they are wheat as well. This incredible patience of God is really something that we have to be thankful for. God is so patient. He waits until harvest time. But don't also forget that harvesting will happen in the end. <laughs> and if we don't bear fruit, what the gospel is telling us will going to happen. Whether, there is, whether it's only wheat mixed with weeds, whether it's just pure wheat, the thing that's going to be for sure is that harvesting will happen. Harvesting will happen. Happen. That is why the two other parables make sense. You know? What was, what was given to us at the very beginning might be the smallest like that mustard seed, the smallest of all seeds. But if we nurture it, we water it, we take care of it, it can grow into one of the biggest trees there is. 
plants there is, and birds of the air find refuge in it. Same thing with the yeast. You know, I was curious about this last night, so I was like, what's the counterpart of three measures of flour in modern measurement? Fifty pounds. Fifty, 50 pounds of flour. And if we combine it with that yeast, biblical commentators were saying that you could actually feed more than 100 people. But without the yeast, it's not going to rise. You know, the, the fate's like that. It is the one that multiplies. Because on our own, we can't do it. There's always the need for divine intervention, the grace of God to make it happen. There is no question, my dear friends, that we are wheat. That's who we are. We just have to delight in that identity. We're not weeds. So don't, let's not act as if we're weeds <laughs> because that's not our own identity. God wants each and every one of us to flourish in his kingdom.